0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: And welcome to the Psychic Coffee Shop. I'm Ace Knight, and with me tonight is, of course, our Wonder Woman, Miss Rainey Love. How are you, darling?
2: I am wonderful. Thank you very much for asking. Enjoying the sunshine here in Denver and uh, uh,
1: no, just, you I know, you know enjoying life. This week.
2: <laughs> yeah, just thought I'd get out and, you know, hang out and
1: chill with a few new people or try. Uh-huh. <laughs> or try. <laughs> You know, it's been an interesting week Things never seem to fall off our radar, apparently And, you know, we've got some changing things Different things that we've never, you know People we've not seen join up and support each other Are joining up and supporting each other And as, you know, some of our St. Louis listeners know There was a massive destruction of a pre-Civil War Jewish cemetery I mean, they've been, you know, the Jewish people have been burying their you know, honored dead there since pre-Civil War. It was terrible, to say the least. What yeah. was interesting oh, yeah. is some of the people that stepped up and said, uh uh-uh, we ain't having this. Oh, no, we need money to repair this, not a problem. We need, you know, extra security, not a problem. One of them being a group of St. Louis Muslims stepping up to do fundraisers. And they yeah, originally thought, said, oh, oh, you know, we'll we'll raise $20,000 you know, we can raise $20,000 and donate that towards the repair and, you know, fixing these tombstones that were just destroyed. Um, they kind of was surprised.
3: Because well, yeah, 24, they came up. They
1: raised over $100,000. Exactly, exactly.
2: Kind of reminds
1: me of another case
2: that they had uh – uh, in one of the southern states here a few months ago where um i believe it was one of the muslim um um, um i know they're not called churches and i apologize synagogues um,
1: you know, not synagogues um, mosque mosque um, muslims have had most a, jewish people have synagogues right and they had
2: it had burnt down and the community and the other churches came together To come in and help them in the community. And so, you know, we really are a country where there are a lot of great people out there. You know, we as people do come together and help each other out. You know, we want to have, you know, our freedoms, you know, respected. We want to, you know, feel safe. And so does everybody else. So when we come together, you get this kind of help. And I think that's wonderful.
1: Well, not only that, but we've seen this before. I believe it was, um, it was either Israel or Egypt. Um, there were no; it was in England. Mm-hmm. In England, probably about three months ago, the um, they were having very much this these destructive threats on synagogues, and then at the same time, there were threats being made on mosques, and the Jewish people and the you know the um rabbis and the ulams got together and said, "We ain't having this, so you guys come walk, take care of us and we'll go take care- of, you know protect your doors when you to to take care of you right right and, Can I, and know, I think it's I, good to see these communities interacting
2: well, you know what's really good about it okay it shows you that there is hope you know between mm-hmm. different uh religious factions here you know right. and we want you to respect us and you know we'll respect you and it shows you that it's here locally you know within our mm-hmm. you know with the United States and globally okay right so it tells you that you know
1: potentially peace is possible
4: Your mutual well, respect is, is
1: possible. possible and Mutual respect is greatly important here. And what I found interesting, and I always find this interesting, is you see religious pockets and religious leaders that do not get along. They have vast differences of ideas over the same events. And, you know, yes. being, you know, <laughs> studied religion very much in detail. Um, and it's the same event, but one says, no, the wine was was grape juice. The other one goes, No, the wine was made out of apricot. I mean, literally, you can get nitpicky.
2: (laughs) But ultimately, what it tells you is that everybody wants to have the right, you know, to freedom of thought, you know, to freedom to Mm -hmm. be able to worship in the way that they want to worship. And it means, and I think ultimately. It means, you know, we come together as a community, whether it's local or globally, you know, to be able to – I think people ultimately want to have that right and respect other people's rights.
1: I know it's a little chaotic right right
2: now, so it may be a little hard to tell, you know.
1: Right. Um, Now, I will say this. You know, Pence, I'm not a fan of, but at least he went there. He didn't go to Florida to play golf. And at least he's a actual fairly good speaker. He kind of reminds me of Bush Sr. on speaking. So I'll give him props for that. Oh, well, um, I, will, I never thought of him as Bush, but, you know, okay. Oh, please, honey. <laughs> he looks like Bush, even down to the awful red tie from the 70s. I don't know who does <laughs> his styling, but he needs a new one.
2: <laughs> yes, well... <laughs> You know, I have to admit that I missed the speech, you know. I I just always love to hear stories where people come together and say, okay, you know, I know this isn't my religion, but you know what? All of us, all of us, we want dignity of our own personal beliefs, but we also want dignity for our loved ones and our ancestors, our people who have passed on. And I think that's true of any society. Well, at
1: least I would like to hope that it's true, but I do believe that it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, the I mean, lady Linda Saucer, who is leading this group of Muslim mm-hmm. women, I love her latest tweet. She sent it out on the 11th, mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: what? and it says, We can disagree and still love each other unless your disagreement right. is rooted in my oppression and denial of my humanity and right to exist.
2: I like that exactly, term. exactly, exactly, exactly. But you know, there's also something else. I noticed a little bit of a change of the topic here. I heard this today. You know, was that um, we have found at least seven new planets?
1: They are Earth-like. They're within the golden- yes. three of them are in Goldilocks zone. That doesn't yeah. mean that they're a coffee. Yeah. Ever the sun is much cooler than ours, mm-hmm. which right. can be a good thing. You know, because right. if our sun gets a little bit hotter, it could go into supernova stage, and then poof, we're gone. Before we get to trash everything, it's very interesting, and I like that we found these. But it's going to take us oh, I don't know, forty years. Yeah, I
2: think I heard forty, forty
1: years. You correct at light yeah. speed. We're not even at light speed. We don't even break Mach one,
0: right?
2: So that's exactly. four
1: hundred years to get there. Yeah, but you know, but new technologies hopefully be developed. Um,
2: but even now, they can be studying here and and kind of get started, mm-hmm. and this this kind of you know falls into the idea of is there life somewhere else? Well, these planets, you know, um, apparently, first of all, they're similar in size to the Earth, and they do Mm -hmm. um, suspect that they have some components such as, you know, uh, water, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. mountains instead of, um, you know, other unlivable terrains uh, that we have on some other planets here, that, you know, there's a possibility that, you know, life could be sustained there. Now, I think it was the Trappist one, wasn't it, uh, that they thought was most likely um, the one that could possibly be a planet that could be lived on. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, look at it this way. There's, you know, we don't just have the Earth here, we don't just have the past and the history, but now we've got the universe where we can go and we can do more studying and find out what's really out there. Isn't science great?
1: Yep, yeah, but there's only one problem, though, darling. In the most perspective planet, most perspective, yes. the one that could possibly be the most viable for us to live on, it's we cold. Could be much older than we are. Much older yes. than we are. Okay. Right. You know, for instance if we were 20 on earth yes we would be 1042 there
2: um you know I'm a little vain
1: yeah huh
0: <laughs>
1: i'm a little vain i don't know if i can handle that <laughs> I think I'll stick with just a 1,000, okay? You know me and the wrinkles. (laughs) Oh, I know.
2: Yeah. But I I know that it says it's a much colder atmosphere, but they still feel that, you know, it is at least a possibility. So now it's exciting, you know, because I don't know about you, but I remember growing up we had our little planets and we had our little verse that we had to memorize. It's going to be kind of hard to be keeping track of things here now because oh, now man. we can go out there and further discover more and more and more, especially as our technology improves.
1: Right, and I can't wait till we actually get there. Well, we got a guest tonight, honey. Why don't you tell us about this lovely new book that I'm trying to get through, and I'll bring her on.
2: Absolutely, um, and we're always excited when we get guests. Uh, on and uh, tonight um, we have a wonderful guest who speaks on the lifestyle wisdom, and her name is Shunya. I hope that I'm saying that her saying her name right, and uh, she is coming on to speak to us about uh, a complete prescription on how to optimize your health, prevent diseases, and live with vitality and joy. And uh, she has a very, very interesting background and uh, is our guest on yet, to, um, Mr. Eason?
1: Yes. Hello. Oh, okay. Hi there. Darling, are you Hello. there?
5: Hi. Yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. excited to be talking uh, to you guys.
1: Well, we're I excited to have you. I really have been going through your book. I'm trying to... You know, you've got some really cool ideas, but you also say those that are the best-kept secrets of humanity. What have we all been missing?
5: Great question, Ethan. I, you know, we've been talking about, um, you know, disease management for the longest time, and that's like the mainstream paradigm for wellness. And then we all got really excited when we started talking about disease prevention But Ayurveda, which is this ancient science of health and healing from India, and it's a sister science of yoga, you know, it uses lifestyle modifications, nutrition, seasonal recommendations, meditation to awaken health. And that's a whole different paradigm. And if you go through some of the case studies in my book, you know, there are patients Mm -hmm. with, there are people who came to me with, you know, really grim prognosis from MS to ulcerative colitis to, you know, chronic, you know, weight gain that would just wouldn't be shared or hives. And what we did with Ayurveda was that instead of focusing on the disease and battling the symptoms, when we let people do the responsible thing by being in touch with their MD, very simple things like, you know, meditating for 10 minutes a day, incorporating turmeric in your food, or drinking hot water instead of chilled water, these four, five, six things would, you know, start making a change in the symptom, and people would thank me. And I would say, you know, this is you awakening your health. So I really feel that yoga is now so well-known, but Ayurveda is not that well-known, but it's still, it's coming out, and it's getting more and more popular worldwide. And I really think it's the best-kept secret of the world. (laughs)
1: Okay. Absolutely. Now what's the difference? Between yoga uh, what's and what's the re- difference a between re- what between oh, yoga yeah. and a re-
5: Ayurveda. Okay. So yeah. Ayurveda doesn't you know it I uh, um, yoga does not incorporate a huge nutrition and diet part it doesn't right. have home remedies. It doesn't, you know, talk about seasonal changes. So it's more working with the breath and the vitality through postures mm-hmm. and breathing and meditation. So it's working it's more on the know. mind and body. Right, right. And Ayurveda is the whole lifestyle around it, when to wake up, when to sleep. What can we do if, you know, we feel our skin is too dry or we're not having regular bowel movements? And what can we do? How can we lead our life that is in alignment with nature and doesn't, you know, put us in any kind of position where we have created our own mini universe that is not talking to nature and her intelligence? So they are different, and yet they complement each other, I would say.
1: hmm
2: so um, it, it not only includes, um, you know, different levels of spirituality, physiology, and emotionally, but it also includes diet as well and, and plus daily activities. Am I correct on that?
5: Yeah, yeah, totally, Reni. because, you know, thousands of years ago, I would say that they were these special beings. We don't know their names, so we just call them seers or sages. Who gave us uh-huh. yoga and Ayurveda? And they were obviously leading a very holistic life. I'm sure they were not mm-hmm. sneezing when they were figuring out how the world should do yoga. Mm-hmm. You know, they were like reading really full and beautiful lives. And so when they gave us Ayurveda from the very beginning, thousands of years ago, they said that the human subject is not just a physical being but physical, mental, sensorial, psychological, and social and spiritual. So all these dimensions are being addressed by Ayurveda. And I love it that, you know, Ayurveda declares that the food can be medicine. And that's now, you know, getting popular, but we can go to Ayurveda and look up some foods that can help us, and we can be glad that that list was not made up by me or, you know, somebody – I know it's like tied, tried, and tested, and uh-huh. it works, and there'd be no embarrassing recalls. It's just you know it's there, and the whole planet can benefit from it
2: now can um it help with any health condition? Cause, because you know you know one of the things first things I thought of is could this help with somebody who has you know a disease like cancer, or is it just good for specific issues?
3: You know, um,
5: I have to tell you that I grew up in a family where our lineage, we've had a lineage of, you know, master teachers one after another for an uninterrupted mm-hmm. period of time, you know, doing this. And my own grandfather was very know, very well known in our community. And I saw, um, you know, ulcers disappear, cancers heal. And I was wondering, what's going on here? I mean, is this a spiritual energy or what? But later I found out that this is still Ayurveda and it's lifestyle wisdom. And then, you know, I've been, uh, you know, doing this uh, for more than two decades. It's almost going to be three decades now. And I have a not-for-profit foundation in Northern California, and we have multiple charitable clinics and wellness, you -hmm. know, wellness centers. And we found that, I found, so I said, okay, let me do this and see it for myself. And I found that Ayurveda is so effective in turning around, you know, lifestyle disorders like obesity, cholesterol, Mm -hmm. asthma, eczema, you know. Mm -hmm. But then even with cancer, because we attract these people, there is like relief. And Mm -hmm. sometimes there is like people are living out their, you know, prognosis. And there Mm -hmm. is also relief in symptoms like after chemo, Instead of that much nausea or heat rashes, the person feels better. So I have found that people who are even on terminal conditions or with a very grim prognosis improve their quality of life and live longer. And, you know, we're not, you know, this can sound like anecdotal evidence, but we've been keeping some documents. And we've been, you uh know, for a whole 10-year period, I've been following through. And that's when I felt like, okay, it's time to write the book and let the world know that, you know, healing ourselves need not be rocket science. And even though Ayurveda is ancient medicine or healing, it's so holistic and so relevant to our modern times. So I wrote this book and, you know, I made sure that all the spices and the ingredients can be sourced from our kitchen or our backyard. They grow all over America or something we can buy at a natural food store or online. So I think no matter what we're dealing with, and especially if we are, uh, you know, wanting more health and awakening it, we can try this, is, is, my, is my firm conviction. You know,
1: yes. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. we're seeing, you know, we're finding with the ancient medicines, you know, Chinese medicine, Indian medicine, um, all these different medicines were already here. And it's the problem with the Western society going, oh, but that doesn't come in pill form. You know, you can't find turmeric in a pill. You have, you know, you know, oh, that's not a chemical, you know, do you, you know, deal with that, you know, on, you know, explaining why, you know, just a simple dietary change or a temperature and water change makes a difference with your patients? or uh,
5: Yeah, that's what yeah, no, totally, but that's not just even in the Western society. I mean, that's universal. I've found people from every society, and I find two kinds of people, Son, and I'm sure you do, too. I find the mm-hmm. people who are awake, have consciousness, and they want to embrace wisdom, no matter what what form it comes, you know, from. And fortunately, mm-hmm. I find a lot of those people, especially in the United States of California, you know,
6: <laughs> it's
0: just, it's
1: just,
5: it's just, you know, and and you know, my school is like, you know, it, you know, right next to like the front street, the street in front of my wisdom school is Berkeley. So, I mean, I'm Mm -hmm. surrounded by people who would, you know, not bring up that question, but because Uh I was writing for everybody and I totally understand some of their doubts Mm -hmm. or resistances and that's why I took the time to write the book and persuade with common sense and even quote some relevant research and even add some recipes or home remedies that, you know, if something Mm -hmm. felt like really exotic, I would try and make it familiar and talked about how some of the research is being published even in modern American or Western journals, and that how Mm -hmm. you could, if you didn't like break in your taste, in your mouth, you could possibly just sprinkle it on your pasta or something and then look at it. It's it's like the number one botanical right now being researched for effectiveness in HIV and cancer and, you know, it's antitoxic and in Ayurveda. I mean, it's so helpful. I even teach how to bathe with it by putting it to your, you know, tub and not making your skin yellow. So I've tried to make well, it's a and all oh, it. Oh, I see. It does, does it burn? Stuff. Oh, no, no. No, it's okay. actually, <laughs> it has a metallic taste. It's not pungent. It's not burning
2: okay. at
0: all. Uh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, I, I noticed, but, I, you know, when I was looking over some of your information, you were talking about, you know, some, one of the habits, and I kind of went, ooh, that sounds good, <laughs> you know, with respect to bathing and on oils, um, you know, before you bathe and certain different, you know, regimes that you go through. Um, you know, that's a little bit different from the diet. That's more, you know, external, I would suppose. Um, what kind of benefits do those bring to people?
5: Right. So Ayurveda has these sacred practices, and I call them sacred because not from a religious perspective, but because they're sacred in celebrating something sacred within us, you know, like our spirit. And, um, Uh you know, so one of the practices that every day or a couple of times a week or whenever you can, um, Mm -hmm. you know, warm some sesame oil or coconut oil or I've given different options, they're all natural oils. And you could mm-hmm. just put a, you know, a small crock pot and heat it in that. And liberally apply oil to your entire body like you love making, you know, to your own self. It's yeah. just like so soothing. You can yeah. even close your eyes and do this. And then, yeah. you know, after you've done that, yeah. and then it's like a baby massage. So do it for yourself. And then just like jump into the hot shower. And, and that hot shower yeah. is really important because that heat will, you know, seal the oil in. And uh-huh. after that you can scrub the body down with some of the natural scrubs that you can make in your own home that I've so mentioned wonderful. that would, you know, just yeah. revitalize the whole skin. And you can get those lentils and things like at the natural food stores next doors and and you're uh-huh. ready with like, you know, a lot of treatment. And you know, I want to share with you that I've shared the case study of uh, somebody called Leanne Brady who who was suffering from MS and one of her symptoms was inflammation and stiffness. And, you know, yeah. she, you know, I I'm I, I always say begin with one thing. So I just gave her this one thing. I said, go ahead and here's some warm sesame oil and, you know, use this and I'll see you in a month. And, you know, she kept oh. using it. And I have to tell you that her MS is like almost reversed or so much better wow. than her own neurologist. Asked her to give a talk on Ayurveda to the rest of the MS patients. So, you know, she added her first-person account in the book. Like, that oil, Mm -hmm. it's like oiling like a dry – it's like oiling something really dry, but that oil is medicinal. So it enters regular usage, it enters your cells, and it combats inflammation. So apparently Ayurveda knew that our skin is not just, you know, for looking good or holding us in, but it's actually an organ of digestion. And so thousands of years later – Western right. medicine started using dermal patches and things to, you know, source medicine into the body directly. But Ayurveda decided to use oils and it has such a calming effect, you know, on the uh-huh. nervous system. And even if you try it one or two days, you'll feel like you're floating pretty much. <laughs> you know.
2: Now, so now, do you actually, and, you know, anyone who knows me, <laughs> knows I love oils and lotions and potions. (laughs) Do you have some of these recipes inside your book as well?
5: I do. And, you know, I have shared some beauty recipes and all dental hygiene that you can make yourself because yes. everything else out there has so many carcinogens. And I'll tell yes. you, I've shared beauty recipes like are from the Queens and Princesses of India. I mean, you oh. would, you know, if you went in it's like a big movement now to apply yes. natural things on your face that you could eat. Well, you know, this has come from Ayurveda, from the ancient tradition and Literally, you'd be using beautiful things like cream and butter and honey and, you know, yeah. marigolds and roses on your face, and it's all there. Because I believe yeah. that beauty is not just for vanity, but it's for health. It just right. makes us feel good. Right. It increases our happy, happy. It makes us happy.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, something yes. else that, that you know, you talk about in your book, and I find it really interesting because this is something I've said forever is the effects of lunar and solar rhythms and, you know, your mm-hmm. body's natural rhythm to either wake up before sunset or sunrise, depending on which rhythm you're on, and how it affects the mental status. Mm-hmm. What's the Iron Veda's view on that?
3: You know,
5: I have to say this. Thanks for asking because, see, I grew up, kind of like a skeptic, because even though I was born in a family, you can't help your personality, right? And I I don't believe anything quickly, even if I was born into it. But I bow to this wisdom and how forward it was, because now I'm finding leading edge science and experiments, which are telling me how the brain and the serotonin and the melatonin, they respond to the sun and the darkness and how our brain mm-hmm. is wired, you know, to like track the sun. Hello, of course, we human beings are <laughs> animals too. And just like other animals and plants, they are all wired and gutted to be intelligently orchestrating their, you know, their cycles around the, you know, sun. So do we. So brilliantly, Ayurveda yes. described a 24-hour lifestyle, which is based on the Earth orbiting around the sun, and then a 12-month lifestyle, which is based on the Earth, um, no, sorry, Earth orbiting around its own axis in 24 hours, and then the Earth orbiting around the sun over a 12-month cycle. But we human beings, you know, son, we decided we lead the same food just because we like it or it's culturally or religiously appropriate, you know, Uh or we're just going to, you know, just, you know, be the same in every, everything. But if you look at even our house pets, they eat less or more in different seasons, you know, they sleep more or Mm -hmm. eat less. Like everybody is buzzing with like the sun moon, you know, connection, but we, and I'm so glad that we have this ancient wisdom that's like, you know, just very simply telling all humanity to come back to those rhythms and we don't have to change our religion. We don't have to become vegetarian. We don't have to do anything, but just follow mm-hmm. these intelligent, persuasive, common sense teachings. So so mm-hmm. I became a conformist after a while.
6: <laughs> after a while.
2: Yeah, finally, yeah. Yeah. After it, no, well, kind of, um, you know, coming from that background, you know, you said, um, you know, it was natural for you to doubt what was your journey and how did you get to where you are now and how did you get to that place where you felt this was really important to give this wisdom to the world?
0: Oh,
5: yeah, I love, I love sharing that piece because that's the heart of the book and I've shared throughout this learning that I had from this amazing um, figure in my life called Baba, who was my grandfather and a master teacher with a flowing white beard and white flowing clothes. And I don't know how I was born in his family. And then I was having a normal childhood, but I would keep getting attracted to him teaching this wisdom that I could barely understand, but I would pretend to be an adult among his more grown-up students. And he'd let me be there, probably because he knew that my soul was really grown up, you know, though I was a young body. But then, you know, I was going all along and well. And then when my team struck and I wanted to rebel and, you know, now I understand that the the, the kids who rebel probably have leadership qualities. So I didn't yeah. want to follow anything for a while there. I just wanted to be moody. But then after a while, when I was about 14, 15, 16, um, guys, I started having a lot of pain in my body. And, you know, and I, and by the time I was 18, there was a time I had to use a walking stick. And, um, you know, and a true guru or a true teacher never rubs it in your face. So my, my Baba, my teacher kept role modeling his own health, his own joy, his own inner peace, and went about his life, but I was really broken. At eighteen, nineteen, when I was supposed to be blooming, I tried Western medicine, but it gave me like really bad vomiting and nausea. The painkillers, and they told me like you know, you know, yeah, you have this condition. Much later, I found out that I have a immunological condition. I have a genetic condition. It puts people in wheelchairs or on multiple surgeries or you know, narcotics. No, sorry, or um, what is it? Really difficult painkillers to deal with uh-huh. it. So, but I, one day I was like very unhappy and sad and, and my Baba looked at me and he said, what happened? And I said, I can't walk. Like, you know, can't you see? And he said, oh, then why not fly? And, you know, the way he said it,
6: yeah,
0: the
5: way he said it was like, let's transcend this, whatever you're dealing with, with like right. awakening health and let's stop trying to walk. Let's just awaken health. And I didn't look back, so that that was a very big pivotal point for me because. I That's it. I didn't try to fix me. I didn't try to take painkillers or anti-inflammatories. I just started waking up at a certain time, following the rhythm. Oh, it's winter. I'm going to eat these foods. It's spring. I'm going to change my food to exactly these foods that Ayurveda tells me to eat. So they're just not random spring or winter foods, but they're like specific foods. I'll apply these oils. I will drink rose sherbet, with fresh-grown roses. So I started having a party in my life. And, you know, my health kept improving. And then when I, you know, came to America and I opened a wisdom school, and then it's history. I don't know, thousands of people I've helped. I've been convinced again and again. You know, I have the story of Brittany Barrett on the first page of the book, who at young age of 22 had ulcerative bleeding colitis, She was an 18-prescription pills, And within a few short months of just changing her lifestyle and following five things, from the you know the book which I had given her verbally at that time, her whole life right. turned around. So, you know, I guess my own my own journey and then the journey of these really beautiful people. Probably they turned to me because they had nowhere else to go, but then they right. came to me and I helped again, and then I realized coming back to Asin's first question: This is the best kept secret, and just because it's in a traditional language. But it's from a far off land doesn't mean it's not universal. And I'm going to become its ambassador. And that's what I do. And now, you know, I'm the president of a California-wide association of Ayurvedic medicine. I lead education efforts in a 60-country consortium, which is full of politicians and professors and scholars and integrative medicine doctors. I get invited to symposiums all over the world on health Wonderful. and you know, integration with Ayurveda. So I feel that my own journey was a pivotal point for me and then Ayurveda's inherent strength is what makes me want to promote it and write this book. It's not even Wonderful. my journey. It's like I about amazing science.
2: Well thank you for sharing that story.
5: So where um,
2: you know would our listeners be able to find your book and get more information?
5: Uh, my book is out, and it's selling everywhere on all online places like Amazon or Goodreads, and it's available in Barnes & Noble, Whole Foods, Pharmaca, so it's everywhere. Wow. So, you know, pretty much look for Ayurveda, A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A, Lifestyle Wisdom, or you can find me on my website, and you, I'm sure you'll find my name on the website here next to the, you know, podcast, but it's com. A C H A R Y A S H U N Y A dot com, and hopefully mm-hmm. you'll find me and the system that's going to help you so much. Well, and are I you going to be doing any system.
1: live things?
5: They are. I have a more than you know. I have more than ten events for the book launch, and um, you know, um, in they are in uh, San Francisco. I'll be at the Sedona Yoga Festival. I'm going to be soon be in New York. I'm going to a physician's conference in New Jersey, Atlantic City. I'm going to L.A. So if people go to com, they can go to events and they'll find me. And hopefully they can come talk to me and tell me that they heard me on your show.
1: Well, I'd love for that because, you know, we reach everywhere. And, you know, if, she, if you guys are in Sedona's for the yoga thing or even in Berkeley, California, stop by our shop and check this stuff out because a lot of this is stuff that, you know, I know this comes from, you know, the Indian population and through the yogas and all. But this is some, of the, some stuff that even my grandmother spoke about when, you know, she was doing writing and talking about lifestyles and stuff. So thank you so much for joining us. Please come back when we can, you know, maybe delve into some more of the home remedy stuff that, you know, is really cutting, supposedly now cutting-edge science. has been around for at least 10,000 years.
0: Yeah, well, maybe
1: that's where we need to go back
2: to. to (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was a pleasure. And uh, Uh thank you so much for sharing.
1: Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Okay, guys, we're going to hop over and take a break, and then when we come back, we're going to be taking your calls.
4: And you'll find us at www.themagichappens.com, your free online magazine.
3: surrounded by love every moment of every day? Did you know that all you have to do is reach out and know that you are loved to feel it? Each and every one of us have angels assigned to us, but sometimes we need to learn how to connect with them and to hear them. You're invited to listen, chat, and be loved on Angel Whispers, hosted by your very own Divine Angel, your messenger of love and healing, live in the Psychic Coffee Shop online, Blog Talk Radio channel. You'll see and know that your angels are only just a whisper away.
4: Do you have burning questions you need answered? We all do. Visit our website at Psychic.biz where you can find accurate psychics, tarot readers, and astrologers from around the world who are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can have your questions answered anonymously and write from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. The introductory chat is always free and we offer low per minute rates and special promotions. Our online psychics offer helpful, practical guidance into what matters most to you. Visit us today at Psychic.biz.
3: Some people talk to their pets. Some people talk to their plants. And some people just talk to themselves. We're not being all judgy, but how's that been working out for ya? I've got a better idea. Join Master Psychic Asen Knight for Conversation with Asen, the show where you're the co-host. You call, you talk, you live a better life. You're on the air. Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my phone call.
1: You're welcome, darling. How you doing? I'm
0: okay. Not that great. Oh,
1: uh-huh. well,
0: how can I help you? Um, when do you see a boyfriend coming in and don't say feel good about yourself and in 10 years?
1: <laughs> uh, well, honey, you know, if it's going to be that long, I'll let you know and you Get a book
0: and a cat. Howdy. make it happen. <laughs> yeah.
3: Conversation with Asen on Blog Talk Radio Psyche Coffee Shop Online. Oh, and you can bring your cat. of your favorite topics with your hosts Ace and Knight and Rain Love. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Ace and Love have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. The Psychic Coffee Shop Live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of Java just for you.
1: Well, welcome back, everyone. Let me grab Miss Rainey. She's running behind with her coffee. Please blame it on me. <laughs> I'm well, so right sorry <laughs> that I have to have an extra shot of espresso, and it takes you a little longer to brew it. Sometimes, I told you to kick the machine.
2: Oh, I thought you told me to kick the habit, but oh well. <laughs>
7: Not bad. Apparently, you know. I didn't do caffeine
2: either. Caffeine is required.
1: <laughs> In this job, honey, caffeine is required elixir. This is true. This
2: is true. Well, welcome back, everybody, to one of our favorite parts of the show uh, because we yeah. always love uh, to take calls from you. And, um, you know, here's how it works. Uh, you know, we've had a wonderful show so far. I've always loved, you know, having special guests on with us. But now it's your turn. And what we need from you is that we need your name and birthday and your question. Got to make sure that you're at least 18. And uh remember that we do take your calls in order. And uh so uh let's go ahead and
1: take that first call there, Ace. All right. let's pop over and take caller six seven eight. Six seven eight, you're on the air. Welcome.
6: Hi, Asen. Hi, it's Susie. Susie. How are Hi, you? Rainey. Hi, okay. Susie. <laughs> Yes, and uh, you know, my birthday's 12 June 1959.
2: Oh, gee, it sounds like you might be 17.
6: <laughs> yeah, I, I wish I had it to do over again. Yes. <laughs> well, welcome,
2: Susie. Well,
6: thank you. Um, really I you was, I. Uh, first of all, I want to tell you I really enjoyed your guest because. Um, she spoke yeah. about a condition that I have, and uh, I will be looking into that because uh, I would really like to have uh, some t- type of natural solution.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I mm-hmm. definitely liked her too. Um, I'm always mm-hmm. interested in uh, not only what we can do for the inside, but the outside and vice versa. So, yeah, she, she was awesome.
6: That's right hmm
2: Yeah.
6: Okay, yeah. so, um, uh, Ethan's very familiar with me. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I <laughs> like to see what you... <laughs> uh, I, I have not heard from Chris in at least a month now. want to see, um, you know, what you see for me in, uh, in a way of, uh, a relationship partner. I this week I experienced two uh very bad uh experiences with communicating before even meeting uh mm-hmm. two different guys. So I uh, wanted to see if you see anything coming up soon. That's mm-hmm. positive.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: You want me to take that Asa? You want to take it? Yep.
1: You take it, darling.
2: Okay, well, here's the first thing that I get here is, you know, um, you know, not to worry about positive because I really am, and, and I'm looking at this, and it looks to me between now, here, and probably about the end of March, first part of April, okay? I see you making a connection that you're going to be much more happy with. Now, what I do want to encourage you about, you know, with respect to our duds, <laughs> so to speak, Um mm-hmm. I see these as opportunity for, okay, what it is that you, it just isn't going to work or connect, you know. So it's like, okay, no big deal, no big deal, no big deal. But I also am getting, um, with respect to your communicating uh, with others, is you're each time, and you may you may be noticing this, okay, you're seeing red flags quickly. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this is good, okay, because you want to see them sooner rather than later. And, you know, what Spirit is telling me here is that this is prepping you so that you can go through, go through the files, so to speak. But it looks to me like just keep doing this. This is giving you practice but that there is somebody there is somebody coming, but it looks to me about this, like I said, it's about the end of March, first part of April. So not to worry, just a little patience. Uh, see the red flags, and they're coming quicker.
6: Yes, which is they good. are.
2: Yeah. You're absolutely you know, right,
6: yes.
2: And you know what? It's kind of like going through that deck of cards. You keep on going, okay? Eventually you're going to get the ace.
6: Yes. It's like
2: that's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
6: These, these two these two in the one week were like, um uh you know, I never really uh choose anyone that's been single for this long because I'm like my thought process is well, if they've been single for this long they are much easier. <laughs> but you know and sure <laughs> It kinda depends on
2: it kinda depends on the person because sometimes people are single for a while because they have higher expectations. And then there's others where that's where the red flags come in. Oh
6: yeah. You know. Uh,
2: oh, yeah. My, yeah. Yep. yeah. And they'll show you quickly. I just yes, don't see very. them taking too long in revealing themselves.
6: You're absolutely right. Yeah, You're absolutely right. It's been it's been a very stressful week.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well maybe you need to go. Maybe you need to go hang out, you know.
5: <laughs>
1: with you know, girlfriends with
2: your friends or your, for a while. You know, <laughs> maybe spend a couple of days. Hey, let's go do lunch and have some wine. <laughs>
6: yes. That sounds very good right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well thank you very much I appreciate it
2: Well Susie, you take care Have a wonderful
1: evening and thank you for calling in
6: Thank you You too Rainy Bye Aiden.
1: Bye darling Okay let's go to 111 111 one, one, you're on one, the air Going once 111 Alright I guess I called it and make it to Oz. That's okay. Let's go over to 617. 617, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Who we got? Hi.
7: Hello. My name's
1: Ashley. And your birthday, Ashley?
7: 916.
1: Okay. How can we help you?
7: Um, my question is, what is it about me that always checks, Th- like these these men that are just like crappy.
1: <laughs> that are crappy. Yes. Well, I don't think it's anything to do with you, honey. I think you're just more learning that. Okay, I don't like that one. I don't like and this it, one. No, nope, I don't like that style either.
7: Yeah, I'm not you're crossing them off of a list. People that often, yeah. and when I do decide to give somebody a chance, it's always bullshit. Oh, sorry. Can I say on the radio? Oh, like hello. Oh, don't, Yo, <laughs> don't worry about that. you can say that. Don't worry about that.
1: But it's true. I Unfortunately, like her. you've got to get out there um, and date so you can get through these because these are just kind of like mini lessons so that when this right guy comes in September, you'll know that, okay, I'll keep this one. Uh. <laughs> Ooh,
2: I like what you said. Did you catch that one, Ashley?
7: When the guy comes in September?
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna help you learn to trust your own in your own intuition and your own uh thoughts and and decisions. This process.
7: At this rate I feel like I'm about to be single forever. You know how like you yeah. people like have, you know, relationships like, you know, a couple here, a couple there, you know like In their history, I have, like, only one, (laughs) like, one solid actual relationship ever in life, and I'm, like, 24.
1: Right, but, you know, that's a a good thing. No, that's not weird at all. That's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because here's the thing. You don't have steamer trunks that you have to unpack before you can get into the relationship.
7: Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh, very good.
2: (laughs) Very good. Besides that, you know, you have that wonderful personality, and it's just in your voice. <laughs>
7: Thank you. Okay.
1: Yeah. But so what I would do is just relax. Let things kind of let themselves move forward.
7: Move forward, you said.
1: Mm-hmm.
7: Yeah. Um.
1: I have. You know, and just go through the frog and go. Nope, don't like you. Nope, don't like you. That way, when he walks up, you can go, are you this? Nope. Are you this? Nope. Are you this? Nope. Do you do this? Nope. Do you have an ego? No. You do look nice. Okay, we can go out.
7: (laughs) I I don't know. Maybe I have, like, bad reaction time because it's usually I always find out, like, when it's too late. Like, when I decide to give them a chance, it's always, like, it's always too late.
1: No, it's not too late, honey.
7: Okay. All righty. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome, darling, and enjoy September. (laughs) Thank you, All right, so let's hop over real fast, and let's take 305. 305, you're on the air.
0: (laughs) Aeson, hi, it's Deanna. How are you? Great, darlings. How are you? I'm
1: worried sick, (laughs)
0: but... um, that's what worries me right now. Um, hi, Rainey. I didn't mean to hi. not oh, say honey, hi. Oh, you're honey, just,
2: you're just fine. <laughs> Thanks.
0: I, I am worried about my health. I'm worried about my home. I'm worried about work. I'm worried about money. I'm just thankful for being alive. That's
1: right. Now, Bianca, you have a car, right?
0: I haven't. um, It's a van that has been sitting in the parking lot since November of the previous year. I've been paying the insurance on the tag, but it's not working.
1: Does it start?
0: Uh, No, I'm going to have to send it to the mechanic as soon as I get a paycheck.
1: Okay. This is what I want you to do I want you to go out there, sit in the car, and Push your foot on the gas pedal All the way down To the floorboard And just hold it there Because that's what you're doing
0: You mean I'm i myself sick
1: Yeah You know you've been working With your health You've fought really hard to get back into health But honey If you keep doing this and keep picking up these bricks and just stacking them in your backpack, you're barely going to be able to walk down the street. I'm surprised you don't have back pain so terrible by now.
0: I do. I do. But as soon as they call me to work, I'm fine because I see Mm -hmm. that there is hope for funds for tomorrow every time it, it doesn't. And I am developing, you know, ill health.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, you've got to stop this worrying.
0: I'm trying, 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 trying to sing. Are we journaling? Yes,
1: we are. Okay, are we taking time to go find something happy, whether it's a kid in a park or the sunshine or the bird sitting on the pole or the crow sitting there screaming at you all day? Okay.
0: Yeah, and I bought myself uh, a dozen, two dozen roses today, even though I have oh. money. Beautiful red orange roses. So yeah, oh, I'm, trying, I'm trying to keep I'm trying to keep the eyes on the prize. But mm-hmm. uh, it's been a long road. It is. I wonder if Rainy has any messages from Spirit, anything that they could Let me know. Well, you know, one of the
2: things, and and I'm not getting this um, uh, specifically from anybody, okay? But one of the things that keeps coming in here is um, uh, you need to clear out.
1: Can you hear me? Rainy, where'd you go? I'm here, Diane. I can hear you.
0: I can hear you.
1: Hello. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, guys, I don't know if you guys can still hear me or not. Yes. But we're going to have to call this in because I think I've lost everybody.
0: No, you haven't. So
1: I'm going to go ahead and play the outro, and we'll talk to you guys next week.
4: are you at a crossroads in your life or are you feeling stuck and not sure where to turn we can help visit our website at psychic.biz from your computer smartphone or tablet where you can get accurate readings and insight by speaking with any one of our tested advisors we offer live chat video sessions one-on-one phone calls and even email readings we have several gifted psychics tarot readers, astrologers, and other healers from around the world who are available to you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Your initial chat is always free, and our Psychics do offer special prices and low per minute rates. Visit us today at Psychic.biz and get the guidance you need today for your tomorrow.